Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? Ready. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Donovan can't get to it. Now he pops out. Catch and shoot. Three. Good. 104-103. And the Jazz foul Jeremy Grant on the inbound. And the Jazz are guaranteed to have a chance to tie or win. 105-103. Donovan waits to touch the ball. He does. Across half court with five. Guarded by Craig. Comes off a Gobert pick. Slides by Jokic. Lays it up and in with .9 seconds to play. We're tied at 105. 13 on the shot clock. Back over to Jamal Murray from Jokic. Now 10. Murray. Head fake on the jumper. Throws it out to Grant. A double overtime game. Both teams had stretches where they looked awesome. Both teams had stretches where they looked awful. At the end, Denver finds a way to win 134-132. More discouraged by the awful stretches or more encouraged by the really good stretches, PK? Because there was a big chunk of both in that game. All sorts of encouragement. Yeah, I'm not discouraged by anything. The bad stuff was 10 points in 11 and a half minutes of the fourth quarter. The last 30 seconds of the fourth quarter is where you just heard Locke going nuts, where the Jazz miraculously forced overtime when I don't think anybody was betting on them forcing overtime. Donovan Mitchell was really, really cold until he was really, really hot. And once he started hitting PK, more impressed the, uh, the inbounds. Uh, along the left side against pressure or the turnaround fadeaway, let it rip at the top of the key? Oh, the three where he's running away from the basket and has to square up and does it so gracefully. And long shot obviously just goes right in. It looked like the, the ball, the flight of the ball was like about two-footer to be able to run at full speed basically and turn to your left and square up like that. There's not many people on this planet in the history of the planet that could do that. He did it. Donovan left perennial strain questionable for today's game. The Mavericks, no Luka Doncic, no Kristaps Porzingis, no Dorian Finney-Smith. All three guys played 40 minutes or more in their overtime game, and they got a back-to-back coming up, so they are shutting those guys down. Gonna be, we're going to be short a little star power today at 1 o'clock, PK. Yeah, that's the way the NBA goes at the end of the season. We extended it from March to August, and here we are. Here we are, and it's the same thing. You're not playing, you're not playing, you're not playing. But it's a chance to see some of the younger guys play. whether it's, uh, I, I think everybody's got their favorites now. Uh, Locke told us on Friday, watch out for Mieoni. He's he could, uh, he's got to defend. He's got to hit a few threes. Clearly, Quinn Snyder thought he did those things because of the minutes he gave him. He could have could have pulled him if he wanted. But there were other guys out there, uh, you know, Juwan Morgan or Jarrell Brantley. We've gotten a glimpse of uh, several young guys. Yeah, I mean, to me, those guys are interchangeable. If it's not somebody, it's somebody else. I'm not sure that they're going to make a difference between winning and losing. But if you could develop somebody who could help you, you that's that's just good news. I think the thing is in the salary cap league when people are getting raises and you're always losing somebody who can go get more money somewhere else, you've got to have a couple guys in your rotation 
who aren't making very much money, who are making the league minimum, and for one reason or another, you've got them. Now, right now, you know, Donovan Mitchell's on a rookie contract, so he is way more valuable uh, in NBA terms than the money he's getting paid. But he's going to get his big money deal here pretty soon, so you got to bring in young, inexpensive players behind him. That's kind of the Royce O'Neal story, and you always got to have a couple of those guys, or you're just going to be way too thin. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Here's Dame. Dribbles, drives, goes up, left hand. It's good in the foul. He's about fast to a cutting Dame from Nurk, and he stuffs it in with the right hand. Damian Lillard, 51 points as the Blazers beat the Sixers 124-121. Now, uh, Simmons is already out because he's got the knee issue and he's going to have surgery, so he's done. And Joel Embiid injured his ankle, left the game, and didn't return, and he got hurt pretty early in that one too. But still, Lillard for 51, everything from the four-point play with a guy crawling up his back, that was classic Damian Lillard stuff, to the drive into the lane, he's going to whip the ball out for a three, and he accidentally banks it off a Sixers face. Off the guy's face, off the backboard, onto the rim, around and in. That was pretty freaky. But Damian Lillard, 51, after missing the free throws, and the Clippers went at him, and there was a little uh, little social media kerfuffle or whatever that was. I don't know. He doesn't like them. They What's don't up, like Paul him. George? Yeah, right? <laughs> I sent him home. Yeah, and Patrick Beverly is over there doing the wave goodbye thing like Lillard had done in the playoffs a year earlier. Too much drama, too much soap opera for you, PK. Just give me the 51 and then be quiet. Oh, I think people enjoy that, but it's meaningless in the end. It's what goes on on the floor that really matters. The other stuff is sort of harmless. I mean, they're not uh, taking literal shots at each other. So it's a world we live in. But, man, it, you got to woke up, buddy. It is, it's not Damien. It's Dame. In fact, I would encourage you to just say, Dame, Tom. As soon as they say that, you'll say, Yuck, make a drop out of that. I got to be careful. Please do. Please do. Come yeah, on. See, you don't even need to be told. Drop that. out of what? Dame. Dame. It's Dame, Tom. Lock is lock is shake or lock. Yock. Yock is shaking like a bowl that, full of jelly that in there. That needs to be a thing. He is so enjoying this right now. I don't Come have on, words for Dame, it. Tom. Clippers lost to the Nets, 129-120. Paul George didn't play. And the Clippers, I know there's a lot of talk. It's going to be Jazz Nuggets, 6-3. Well, the Nuggets still play the Clippers. The Nuggets could still get to two. It could be the Jazz are six. It could be Clippers in the three spot. Or the Rockets could get there. You can drive yourself nuts with this, PK. Rockets won again. I seem to recall this is deja vu where you've done this. <laughs> and I'm this thinking, was last year. This is exactly what happened last year. And, and what difference did it make? It got Portland to the conference finals. Portland. Dame, Tom, got Portland to the conference finals. Rockets got 41 from Austin Rivers. He was hot. He was feeling it. He was going nuts. Oh, Austin Rivers. Yeah, man. Now that guy. Man, the street cred on that kid is just amazing. Pelicans. The playoff dream is over. They're out. The Spurs beat them 122-113. There's a whole bunch of math going to be done, but it looks like it's going to be Memphis and Portland. And it looks like the Blazers are, I think the Blazers are probably going to pass the Grizzlies and end up being the eight and only having to win one out of the two games. Okay. Montrez Harrell posted on social media accounts he's rejoined the team in Orlando. He left the team uh, to attend to his grandmother. He's going to be in quarantine for at least four days. 
Clippers have seeding games left on Wednesday and Friday, so he's clearly uh, got his return set, and he's going. Looks like he's going to be ready to play in the playoffs. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Sammy Watkins, Chiefs wide receiver, says he had no problem agreeing to a restructured deal for his final year on his contract with the team. He's playing for the defending Super Bowl champs as an ideal situation. His salary got dropped from $14 million to $9 million. He said it was very important to stay for what we did in winning the Super Bowl, the type of team and coaches we have, the organization. Why wouldn't I? I'm a guy that's been in the league going on seven years, and I've been on teams that were not good and were not winning. I think I've made enough money. This is my happy place. So why not take a smaller contract and come out and play with the guys I've been playing with? People eat that up. I'm thinking Sammy Watkins is very popular in Kansas City this morning. Oh, pretty much everybody is in Kansas City. But, yeah, if that's what you want to do, uh, you're making enough to satisfy your needs and wants and all that stuff. Makes sense to me. Uh, We had the deadline go past. You know, NBA players, I think it ended up being 69 players who opted out. Uh, NFL game officials can also opt out in exchange for a $30,000 stipend and a guarantee that their jobs will be protected in 2021. Uh, the NFL Referees Association negotiating with the uh, with the NFL. They're going to have a full vote today. Uh, the average NFL official is 52. Obviously, they're you know the guys on both sides of that. But that's the kind of uh, agreement that's going to keep people from uh, complaining. PK, it's kind of what you were alluding to on TV last night when we were talking about college football. You know, I don't think people feel the same way about college football, but the NFL is going to go on because the players and officials have had a chance to opt out and protect their jobs, and everybody's making a chunk of money. Uh, Yeah, sure. Absolutely. I agree. So let's get to the college football. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. This decision was not made lightly, nor without significant contemplation in conversation over the past weeks, involving numerous meetings with groups, including the Council of Directors of Athletics, Conference Medical Advisory Panel, the Conference Sports Medicine Group, the Council of Presidents, among others. It included reviewing information from the NCAA and its COVID-19 Task Force, the World Health Organization, the Centers for Disease Control, state and local boards of health, as well as state governmental mandates. That is the Mac Commissioner, John Steinbrecher, and I thought he was stronger when he was talking about how just awful he felt uh, reading off all those organizations. I, I can hear people just uh, mentally tuning out, PK. What? <laughs> See? <laughs> exactly. Now, the Mac is the first of the 10 uh, leagues in the bowl subdivision to shut it down until at least the spring. But everybody's waiting for the other shoe to drop. Commissioners of the Power Five conferences uh, were talking over the weekend. The Big Ten and the Pac-12 have meetings coming up. It was all doom and gloom and all the stories the national writers were writing yesterday, PK. Maybe, maybe the SEC and Big 12 will push ahead and play. Uh, some of the stuff I read, probably some of the stuff you read too, seem to be conflicting on that. It seemed to you that these national folks almost like want it to happen. They want to lecture us about it. Uh, it comes off that way, but I think that, well, t- two things. One, because uh, people have been cracking on the NCAA for 50 years, I think 
that there's automatically going to be cracking on the conference commissioners if they play and kids get sick or kids die or kids get sick and die. They're going to get what the NCAA has been getting for 50 years. And they know that. So to that degree, yes. But also seeing some of the things that are getting posted, it reminds me of what happens when you report what you're told by a college athletic director or football coach. And you pass along what you get told, and then people crack on you, and you're like, well, I mean, that's what they're telling me. I don't know what you want me to say. And I think some of these guys are getting texts from commissioners and ADs, so they tell you what the text says, and then people who don't want to hear it crack on you instead of saying, well, that's really the way it is. I agree with that. So I think both those things are happening. But I think there is an anticipation uh, and you kind of alluded to this last night, and we have more time, obviously, to discuss this in upcoming segments, that the presidents are sitting there thinking, maybe we play and nothing happens. Maybe we play and something bad does happen. And if it does, I'm going to get crushed. So would I rather have people complaining because we didn't play, but we all didn't play, so I'm lose my job? Or... Something does go wrong down the line, and I just get crushed, and maybe I lose my job. And I think that those presidents are sitting there thinking, I've heard 50 years of lecturing to the NCAA, and that's what I'm going to get if we play and it all goes south. Yeah, we can get to it. Yeah. All right, DJ and PK, uh, there you go. Uh, That's the college football. Let's hit the baseball. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Swing and a high fly. Left center field. Gretchik back. Looking up by the wall. And it is gone. And the ball game is over. Mitch Moreland with a walk-off two-run homer. And the Red Sox win it 5-3. Their first walk-off win of the year. Red Sox getting the victory right there. It doesn't look like a uh, particularly good year for the Red Sox. They're off to a lousy start, 6-9, and nine, but they get the win right there. The story of the weekend was Houston and Oakland. Ramon Laureano charging the Houston bench. Looked like he was getting into it with one of the coaches there, Alex Cintron. Uh, he had been hit. Laureano had been hit three times in this series. Oakland got uh, hit by pitches five times. They didn't hit any Astros. The Astros are mad because it's a former Astro who now pitches for Oakland who was the one who first went public with uh, these guys are cheating, they're banging on cans, and they know what pitches come in story. Now, that guy didn't pitch in this series, and he got the DH, so you're not going to be able to hit him. So the one thing I didn't get through all of this was uh, why Laureano was a target PK. Did he do something along the way? Because he got hit three of the five times. He'd had enough. Yeah, he did. I can't, three times, a lot of times you get hit. Yeah, I can't say I blame him for getting three times, hit three times this series. And maybe he said something or looked at somebody the wrong way. I don't know. Uh, A's won the game 7-2, but now it looks like... And, and they've got a great win streak going there in first place. They've won nine in a row. Everybody else in that division is under 500 in the AL West. they got a good thing going, but... I would expect Laureano's going to get to uh, get a few days off and get suspended over this. Uh, yeah, especially now. You're not supposed to do that. I mean, you're not supposed to do that anytime, but to do what he did then. And Citron, the uh, bench coach there, he'll probably get something too because it looks like if you saw the angle from the center field camera, looks it was like clear he, he was doing talking. something to agitate the kid to yeah. uh, run over there. 
All right, well, the A's with nine in a row. They are currently the hot team, the it team. Uh, the Colorado Rockies are looking pretty good, too, although they got beat. Uh, they are 11-4. and four. The Dodgers trying to run them down. They beat the Giants 6-2. Mookie Betts homered in that one. Dodgers 11-5. and five. They are rolling. Padres beat the Diamondbacks. Fernando Tatis Jr. is on a tear. He homered again. They beat Madison Bumgarner for the second time. Bumgarner's 0-3, came out in the second inning. He just signed five years and $85 million. And I don't know if they were covering for him or if he's really got back issues, but there was talk that he had back problems and he also given up four or five runs. So people freaking out over the Bumgarner deal or it's early and this is a weird season and don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, I think they would be nervous because they sent him to a specialist because his velocity, he's never been a big uh, high-velocity guy, low 90s, but now it's in the mid-80s, and so that's just batting practice for these types of major league players, obviously. So he's been battered around, so they're going to f- see if there's something medically wrong with the guy. But, yeah, it's, it's sad to see because, you know, you go back and he was a star that year where they won the World Series, seemed like he was getting every out. But uh, these things happen, and maybe he just has no more juice left in that arm. Rangers beat the Angels 7-3. The low light, or highlight in that game, depending on how you look at it, was Joe Adele, Angels outfielder. Yeah, and he played here in Salt Lake on his way to the Angels. Uh, He went back on a ball, got turned around, reached for it, hit the glove. He was kind of pulling the glove up, and so it basically batted the ball over the fence for a home run. Now, wasn't yeah. Jose Canseco off the head over the fence? I think that's the winner. Get it right, four-base error. But it was a four-base error, and it was pretty spectacularly bad, unless you found it hilarious, which he did not find it hilarious. He looked pretty distraught out there. But I think Well, he, yeah, he's a young kid trying to make his mark here, just barely into the big leagues, one of those deals where they waited and so they could have control for another year and all that stuff. And he was trying to make a play, and it backfired, so... I under the circumstances, it wasn't a Conseco who was right. a clown show, particularly on defense. Uh, so uh, I, I didn't find it hilarious. I found it un, unfortunate. Indians send Zach Plesac home, broke team rules, broke the MLB protocols, went out with his friend Saturday night in Chicago. He's apologized for his behavior and statement that was issued by the team following the game yesterday. Baseball definitely trying to keep the players from Doing exactly what he just did because they don't want another situation like they've had with the Marlins and Cardinals and somebody gets sick and it gets into a team and then you got multiple games canceled. Cardinals have played five games so far and other teams have been playing 15, 16 games. So he's yeah. apologizing, basically letting down the team there. Nephew of Dan, who's on the baseball network, uh, Kenny Chesty has a song that we went out last night. You can't listen to it anymore. <laughs> really? Just listening to it's a problem? Well, yeah, because you can't sing the words. We went out last night. You got to get that whole thing out of your mind. DJ and PK. Justin Thomas, after his excellent approach shot, ran all the way toward the back of the green for birdie. Dude, you've got to be kidding me. Well, golf. That's Justin Thomas. There's no fans out there, so you're hearing a lot of stuff now. 23-year-old Colin Morikawa won the PGA Championship, a memorable back nine, a chip, a drive, and an eagle putt. Those three shots, those clips will be played for a long, long time. Morikawa making good on Bob Casper's pick, PK, his second-round draft pick. 
the Cal Bear coming through. Yeah, man, it was his incredible display there with a lot of pressure. Uh, and he got the job done. I mean, obviously that eagle in 16 did what he needed to do, and he did it. And so it was pretty spectacular. He gets a win at the PGA Championship. Uh, Tony Finau stayed in contention most of the day, ended up finishing uh, tied for fourth at 10 under par, but he, he made some birdies, and for a while there was part of the seven-way tie for the lead. Uh, but par's coming down the stretch when somebody else is going birdie eagle. That's going to going to leave you in fourth place but a better finish from tony there wasn't so i mean anytime you don't win you can look back at the birdie putts you didn't make so he's got that but it's not the same as some of the other finishes we've talked about yeah i don't really think those guys look back that's just not their mindset he played well and he didn't win and that's the extent of it i i just don't think he has any regrets I don't think that's the way it works. I mean, you played well. You know, the guy played better. You were in contention. That's what you're looking for. And he did what, in a sense, what he was supposed to do. But Morikawa did a little bit better. And that's the extent of it. And then you go on. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener. It's Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, Bob Casper, Real Golf Radio, is going to join us at 8 o'clock. Take a victory lap over the Morikawa pick and probably take a little bow of the Tony Finau pick, too, because Finau was right there in the hunt. Bob's here at 8 o'clock. Steve Cleveland at 9 o'clock. Coming up next, more on college football as we wait to hear from the Big Ten and the Pac-12. And where is this thing going? DJ and PK got a lot of reaction from you up at Facebook. We'll get to that next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.